It, it, it is a hotter mic, so I'll just have to hold it down farther. Silent night, holy night, all is calm. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas. It's great to see you guys this morning. Um, we're going to do things. Um, so I got a little bit of a story to tell you before we begin. Um, on Friday, the Ajo family had their Christmas um, celebration here, and they made a program for it. And those in attendance said it was really nice. And so we've asked them to uh, share it with us this morning. It's going to be um, it's going to take the place of our um, scripture reading prayer and our first two songs, and it's going to have some parts for the um, congregation to play in it. It might be a little different than we're used to. There'll be some times for men to say things and women to say things and men to sing and women to sing, but I think you'll enjoy it. Um, so, um, and that's going to begin right now. So let's begin our service in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oh, ten. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now it came to pass that an angel called Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee called Nazareth to the Virgin Mary, who was engaged to a man called Joseph, who was of the descendants of David. And the angel said to Mary, Do not. And men, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary said, May your word be me fulfilled. And the angel departed from her. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him, and from generation to generation. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power Then sings my soul, my Savior, come to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior, come to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Now in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all the inhabited earth. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, in order to register along with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was with child. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie above thy deep 
stars and stars go by, yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thirsty come to the waters and you who have no money come buy eat come buy wine and milk without money and without cost why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy listen listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight delight in the richest affair give ear and come to me listen that you may live I will make an everlasting covenant with you my faithful love promised to David stars are brightly shining it is the night of the dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul King 
us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. You will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. It came upon a midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their harps of gold Peace on the earth, goodwill to men from heaven's all gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper, instead of the briars the myrtle will grow. This will be the Lord's renown for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall Come to thee, O Israel. While they were there, the days were completed for Mary to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And Joseph called his name Jesus.
Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he laid. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are mowing, the poor baby wakes, but little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love you, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care and take us to heaven to live with thee there. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God, rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I for bring behold, great joy which will be bring, for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth goodwill toward men. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strains. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Chelsea 
is Deo. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known to us. So they found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement that had been told them about this child. And all who heard it wondered at the things that were told them by the shepherds. The shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as had been told them. Gloria in excelsis Deo.
which they had seen in the east, went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Star of the east, thou hope of the soul, while around us here the dark billows roll. Lead us from sin to glory afar, thou star of the east, thou sweet Bethlehem's star. O star that leads to God above, whose rays are peace and joy and love. Watch o'er us still till life hath ceased. Beam on, bright star, sweet Bethlehem star. <clears throat> After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare him and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. That was the true light that gives light to everyone that was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While rocks and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sound. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness. And wonders of his love, and wonders of his love, and wonders, wonders of his love.
Thank you, that, that was wonderful. Our sermon text for this Christmas morning is found in the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1, and we'll be reading verses 1 to 14. And we read in the name of Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But in, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name, which were born not of, the blo uh, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this, your word. We pray, sanctify us in the truth. Your word is truth. In Jesus' name, amen. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. This is how John begins his gospel, telling the story of creation, but in a way that maybe hadn't been really explicitly said. He says, in the beginning was the word. Now, we read in Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. But how did he do it? He did it by speaking. He spoke this world into existence, hence his word. And so Jesus is identified as being the word, the second person of the Trinity, that he was there with God in the beginning, and that all things were made by him, and without him was not anything, that, anything made that was made. <clears throat> so this is an exhaustive way of saying that Jesus was with God and was active in creation. <clears throat> but there's something that's easy to miss. If all things were made by him and nothing was made without him, then that means that Jesus was not made, that he just simply was, as is, with God. He was not created, but he was with God. Many men in the history of the church have tried to change that or try to put a different spin on that and say that Jesus himself was created. Mormons still teach that today, and um, Jehovah's Witnesses still teach that today, that Christ was created. John explicitly refutes that. We're told then that, the, that, he was, that in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shone in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. We're told of John, the one who came to bear witness of the light, who was not the light, but was simply a witness. And we're told that he was in the world, the world was made by him, but the unfortunate reality was that the world did not know him. 
How often do we grieve over that simple fact? When we look around at this beautiful creation that God has given us, and we praise him and glorify him for the great work that he has done, and yet we grieve because the world does not know him, that there are many there who do not know him. But we're told this great truth, that as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of God, or nor of the will of man, but of God. This great truth, that we are saved, we become his children, not because of um, an accident of birth or anything like that, but purely by his grace, by believing by trusting in him, he makes us his children. And finally, finally, John tells us perhaps the most amazing thing of all. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So he says that word that was with God in the beginning it was made flesh. It became flesh, literally. So in the Old Testament, you have what we call theophanies, where Christ appears. People will disagree on some of them, but sometimes he's referred to as the angel of the Lord. Sometimes he's referred to as um, the commander of the Lord's armies in one place. Um, I even believe that uh, he's Melchizedek, or... Um, that Melchizedek is um, part of that. But um, regardless of where you stand on some of those issues, we see Christ appear in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, something different happens. He doesn't just appear as a man. I know we sing now in flesh appearing, and that is good, right, and true. But... With his incarnation, yes, he is appearing as a man, but he is substantially a man also. In the Old Testament, he would appear and then disappear. Now, he has made himself flesh and blood like we have. This is what the incarnation means, that God became a man. And because of this, something amazing happened. When we sing Hark the Herald Angels Sing, we will sing about this amazing, amazing truth. Veiled in flesh the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. Do you know what that means? John says, we beheld his glory. What happened in the Old Testament when Moses wanted to see the glory of God? What was he told? You can't. God arranges for him to see a glimpse of it but to see God is to die but something amazing has happened on Christmas morning we now can behold him behold his glory we often think of the glory of God as being something like that happened at the transfiguration that was certainly, certainly a glorious display when Jesus shone with radiance we think of his glory as maybe his triumphal entry. 
or his baptism. But what is John talking about when he says we beheld his glory? We looked upon his glory. In John chapter 12, he records for us an instance where people came to Jesus and they were asking something of him. It says, And there were certain, this is John chapter 12, verse 20. And there were certain Greeks among them that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew, and again Andrew and Peter tell Jesus. And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, will my father honor him. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say, Father, save me from this hour? But for this cause came I into this hour. Father, glorify thy name. Then came there a voice from heaven, saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. The people therefore stood by and heard it, said that it thundered. Others said an angel spake to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. This he said, signifying what death he should die. So they ask to see Jesus. They ask to see who he is. They ask him to show himself to them. And he says, the hour is not yet come for me to be glorified, but the hour is coming. And he goes on to speak about what manner of death he should die. You see, Christ, his glory, the glory that John beheld along with the other apostles, the glory that we behold, the glory that we sing of when we sing glory, Gloria in excelsis Deo, Glory to God in the highest is the cross of Jesus Christ. Because that's the whole point of him becoming flesh. A spirit cannot shed his blood on the cross to cover your sins. And you have many that need to be covered, that needed to be covered. But a man can. And so God became man to go to that cross to be nailed to it, to, be, to die, to suffer for you and your salvation. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as men with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel. I love that we got to sing a part of God rest ye merry gentlemen today. That's a really nice Christmas song. I like it because so much of this world is full of bad news. 
And on Christmas, it's wonderful to hear those words. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. The world usually brings us tidings of doom and gloom, but Christ gives us tidings of comfort and joy. Especially on this day of all days where the historic happened where God became man and was laid in a manger for us and for our salvation. I believe that um, when we worship God, as we have read, that he is there with us. And not just him, but that when we worship, even though this sanctuary, there's some seats open, that we're not alone, that the whole host of heaven is here present with us that we worship with angels and archangels, and when we sing praises, that they join us in heavenly song. And I believe that there is something special that happens when we read his word. Especially words like this. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. What a special thing it was for them to behold his glory. And what a special thing it is for us to behold it as well, looking back. Behold a man upon his cross, my sin upon his shoulders. Ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers. It was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished. His dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. So rejoice with me this happy morning. As the hymn writer writes, O come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. O come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Amen. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord God, gracious Father, who in the fullness of time sent your Son to become man, to assume human flesh like ours and become our brother, we thank you for your truth and your fatherly goodness in giving us this Savior. By his birth, death, and resurrection, we are delivered from sin, de sin, death, Satan, and hell. We beseech you, keep us until the end in true knowledge of wills. We may rejoice at his nativity and on the last day when he comes again we may behold him together with you and the Holy Ghost in glory and majesty, world without end. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hymn 16, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
Wednesday night there's Bible study at 7 p.m. Next Sunday there are two worship services, one at 10.30 and one at 7. And the evening uh, coffee will be served by the men who are bringing pies. And then uh, uh, Saturday, the funeral service for Lucas Elguero at uh, 2 p.m. Visitation is at 1 p.m. Is there coffee? Okay. Okay, we have coffee afterwards. Twenty-seven. Hymn number twenty-seven. What child is this? What child is this? Mary's lap is sleeping. 
Yeah.